If we took today's passage seriously, our lives might look really different. Paul opens up today with a few verses calling us to sacrificial love. And if that wasn't enough, he then gives us more instruction on how we should live. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We're going to dive into episode 161 today and pray through Ephesians chapters 5, verses 1 through 14. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of worship. And the verses we have today are Ephesians 5, verses 1 and 2, the very opening of this chapter. It says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. So we're going to jump in and pray through some worshipful, reorient our heart into worship, I guess maybe is a good way to way to say this, but we're going to use this verse as a basis, not so much as what we should be doing, because we'll get to that in a few minutes, but as what we learned about God and about Jesus through this verse. So will you join me? Father, Christ loved us, this verse says, and he gave himself for us. He didn't do it for some sense of nobility or that this is what a God has to do. He did it for you and for me and for us here on earth individually. He gave himself up for us and loved us. And this was a sacrificial and pleasing offering to God. And as we as we think about that passage, Father, as I as I look at the relationship that's indicated in that passage, this was a, a fragrant offering to you from your son to you within the Godhead, the community of the Godhead, the relational aspect of the Godhead. You are serving each other, but you are doing it for us. You are He offered this up for our benefit, but it was pleasing to God when he did that. And I'm just so grateful for that example and for the knowledge that this is something that Jesus, you did for me, and that gives my whole life a different perspective. It creates worth because you are ultimately the most valuable thing in existence by definition, and your blood was precious. And as a mother of a son, the idea of sending my son to experience that would be heartbreaking, but it was pleasing to God that you were obedient unto death and that you did this out of sacrifice for us. And I worship you for that today, for being an unexpected God who sacrifices for other people on a natural basis. I think scripture says, you know, a good man might do this, but God did that. It's an unexpected play for God. And I'm grateful that you have given us that example. And I honor you, worship you this morning for being that kind of God. As we move through this prayer time together, I pray that you would direct it, that it would also be pleasing to you, that it would be an offering that is fragrant before you. You see, our prayers are like incense in the throne room of God. And I, I ask that that would be what today's offering is for you fragrant incense that is pleasing. Guide my own words and my thoughts as we do this and speak to each one of us about the things that you would have us uh, 
learn, but really change. This is this is a whole passage about our actions and attitudes and beliefs and and how we behave. And I pray that each one of us hears from you about the things that you would have us, um, ways that you would have us walk in the light instead of the darkness in our own individual circumstances. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's passage is Ephesians 5, 1 through 14, first half of the chapter. Wednesday, we will cover the second half of the chapter. And I kind of split it in an odd place, but I think it was because there was the verse count would have been off. The first two verses are kind of one small transitional sentence or group of verses, (laughs) two verses. And then we have this verses three through 20, but I'm going to stop it at 14. And it is this call to what kind of behaviors, how we should imitate God. And you will see this as as we go along. But I have this sense of deja vu when I read this passage because Paul opens with this few verses that are a call to self-sacrificial love, but then he moves into another set of instruction on holy living. We just had that in the last chapter. So I think last Wednesdays we had this passage that I said, it's about to get real on here and we might step on some toes. Well, we may have that again today because it's this passage about um, light versus darkness. So I want you to listen for that comparison, the light versus the darkness and how that manifests in our behavior and in our attitudes. He says, don't participate in those works of darkness. Instead, expose them. And I wanted to kind of explain that word expose a little bit. All the commentaries that I was reading about this particular instruction seems to have more to do with our conduct, how we live out our faith, how we behave, rather than an exhortation to shame or call out or confront someone else about their behavior. So it has a lot to do with how we behave. So as we read and pray through this, be thinking about your own behavior and your own heart tendencies, rather than assume that you don't do something so it doesn't apply to you, or thinking about how someone you know should follow this instruction. We all get to be guilty of that. Oh, so-and-so should be listening to this. Well, get rid of all of those thoughts and really spend, spend this time marinating in how God would have you apply these verses to your own life. This is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. The first two verses an exhortation to sacrificial love, self-sacrificial love. And then the rest of the chapter is more instruction in holy living, but I'm going to read the whole thing for you. It says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children, and walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. But sexual immorality and any impurity or greed should not even be heard of among you as is proper for saints. Obscene and foolish talking or crude joking are not suitable, but rather giving thanks. For know and recognize this, every sexual, immoral, or impure, or greedy person who is an idolater does not have an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty arguments, for God's wrath is coming on the disobedient because of these things. Therefore, do not become their partners. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth, testing what is pleasing to the Lord. Don't participate in the fruitless works of darkness, but instead expose them, for it is shameful even to mention what is done by them in secret. Everything exposed by the light is made visible, for what makes everything visible is light. Therefore it is said, get up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Father, the the first two verses in this passage feels like an impossible call for me, an impossible instruction. Be imitators of God. I 
don't even know where to start to be imitator, imitating you in many respects. But then you go on and say, walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering. So let my steps be walked in love. Help me to see the ways that I need to love the people around me who are close to me, the people who are uh, who I just randomly f- come into contact with during the day, whether it's a, a grocery checkout person or a bank teller, and it, whoever those people are that we don't know, let me know how to love them in that moment. People who are in our family or close friends, help us to know how to love them. Sometimes it's easier to love the people that we don't know. I pray that you would give us very specific ways that we can walk in love toward them. Let us do that sacrificially and let our lives be pleasing to you because of that. And then you go on and you give us some instructions, kind of more specific than walk in sacrificial love as if that wasn't enough. That seems like enough for me today. Sexual immorality, impurity, greed, that stuff shouldn't be a part of our lives. So if there are ways that that has worked into our behavior, or even our heart attitudes, pray that you would get rid of it, that you would help us to know how to walk away, how to change our behavior, how to change our thought life. Pray that you would give us very specific instruction here. If there is a specific thing that I'm being greedy about or a specific thing, a specific way that my life is exhibiting impurity, help me to see that, recognize it, and be willing to turn and repent. You tell us that we are not supposed to are idolaters who worship things other than you. And there is idolatry in every one of our lives. I, I'm almost sure that with authority. Help us to know those things that we turn to, that we rely on, that we functionally worship as gods in our lives. And cause us bring us to repentance in those areas and give us wise people and wise instruction around of that trap. I want my life to have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. Help me recognize deceitful arguments. Help me recognize things that will lead me into And Lord, you do not say you do say in our own lives what that looks like, whether it is a romantic or a close friendship. Help us to walk tight, relationally speaking, with people who honor you. We were once those who walked in darkness, so help us not to be judgmental. We were there, but help us walk that way. Help our behavior and our thoughts and our attitudes match who we actually are. We are children of light. ought to be acting as children of light. The fruit of the light goodness. This is another way of saying that Holy Spirit. Like your presence in my life in righteousness and truth. That's the way I should be walking because your presence in my life causes me Help me not participate in fruitless works of darkness. Help my own show that to be false. Everything is made visible in the light. When 
secrets or sins of the darkness. And I pray that we would be courageous in living in the light, that we aren't hiding behind a veil of secrecy and silence, but have places where we can come into the light and be loved. Pray for that coming. We could be very real who we are in our struggles. And you tell us, get up, rise up from the dead, and let Christ shine on us. And I pray that that would be today. There would be places where we have our sin. And we bring that into the light. The light gets rid of that darkness in us. Help us to Because they are linked. We usually don't think of them together, but teach us what it means to. None of this stuff is easy. And sometimes it sounds like this idea of impurity is vague, but has very specific ramifications in each of our lives. Very specific in our lives, or or simply in our hearts, even if we're thinking. In this. A righteous life. Help us desire that. Righteousness isn't something I think that we all wake up with this desire for of our natural selves. We wake up with a desire for comfort and pleasure and uh, power and all of those things. Righteousness doesn't usually fall in that category. But your presence in us should make us hunger and thirst after righteousness. And I, I pray that that would be the well that we're drinking from each day. I know I'm mixing a million metaphors, Father, but you know what I'm asking. This isn't easy. I pray for support as we walk. I pray for recognition and repentance. And I pray for a hunger and thirst after righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for praying with me this morning, friends. I appreciate you being here and a start of a new week and spending your Monday morning with me for a few minutes. We will be back again on Wednesday and finish out chapter five. If you're watching here on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, I would love to see you join me again for that, whether it's live or in the replay. I appreciate your prayers adding to mine. I pray that God will lend them power in your life. If you're a podcast listener, thank you for joining me on that platform and sharing this show with a friend will help more people join their voices with us in prayer. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road. And uh, as we do this a couple of times each week, I pray that your prayer life will grow as mine grows whenever we do this and that we will learn ways to apply God's word to our conversations with him. But most of all, my prayer is that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we speak. Amen. Amen.